0: With you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, hello, Matt DeBurs.
1: What up, homie? We aim to serve the listeners of this radio station, but some mornings, um, you know, things go sideways. Maybe on your way in, maybe mm-hmm. uh, your dog, you've only had for a week, decides to get out of her enclosure somehow. You don't know how, and you come to work. You're all rattled about it, so you throw up. You know, talk to the listeners about it and they help us out. They're there in our time of need, like we are in theirs.
2: Yes, they can relate. They have tips and tricks on how to keep your dog safe and in her cage. We're
1: going to talk about it uh, on the show. There's some crazy stories about what dogs can do to get out. When a dog, Matt keeps saying, when a dog wants
3: out, it it gets out. It's going to get out. It's just that simple. I had a dog who was a bolter. Yeah. Scout was the worst dog. Yeah. We loved him. Anytime there was a glimpse of hope, he bolted. The guy wouldn't come when he was called, and having a dog that doesn't come when he's called is the worst. I can't
1: imagine. Like I, yeah, like that's not even your dog. Then that's exactly. like the world's
3: dog, you know. And then we tried to give this dog away because clearly it wasn't the right dog for our home. No, obviously not. Somebody took the dog, and literally in two hours brought the dog back because they didn't want the dog. Ooh, really? Yeah. And then somebody, a farmer, got the dog. It's like, oh, don't worry, this dog will come back when I call it. I just thought he they threw that dog in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah. Took off for the farm. As soon as they let that dog off that truck. Yeah. <laughs> gone forever. <laughs> There's no doubt in my mind. That was the last day that dog spent. I th- inside. I By think it's Scout. ironic that Scout had that. He had
1: the name Scout, it's right? It's perfect. And what's that thing? If you let something go Yes, it if you come let back? it
2: go, uh, if it comes back, it was meant to be. If not, it was never yours in the first place. It's
1: nobody's. No. Bad dog.
3: It was um, nobody's. We dedicate this show to Scout
2: wherever Aww. you are. Rest
3: in peace, Scout. How many years ago was that? Several. He would have died of old age, but yeah. he died of exposure for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast
2: good morning sunshine today with a mix of sun and cloud and wind in the afternoon a chance of showers as well a high of 14 degrees premier designate jason kenny of the ucp spoke to hundreds of excited supporters in calgary following his big victory last night kenny promised to create tens of thousands of jobs here in alberta Almost Kenny. A friend of Kenny, that was. Yeah, that
1: was a friend of Kenny. We're going to get to him, I promise. He's just uh, standing by. I, I, here he is.
2: By taking Alberta from being the slowest moving
3: and most overregulated economy in Canada to being one of the freest and fastest moving economies in the world.
2: Now, Kenny thanked outgoing Premier Rachel Notley for her hard work and service. It was just UCP and NDP, it looks like, in the legislature. No other parties earned a seat. That means for the very first time in 30 years, there will be no Liberal seats in the Alberta Ledge. Now, many of the NDP seats were earned right here in Edmonton. Some seats still too close to call this morning, West Henday and Southwest. Many hockey pools were ruined by one of the biggest upsets in NHL history as Columbus swept Tampa Bay and the Islanders also swept the Penguins last night. The Jets and Vegas also won. And we all know about the elf on the shelf, but have you heard of the peep on a perch. Much like the adorable elf, this little peep, as in the Easter treat, helps keep an eye on your little ones. Peep sees all the acts of kindness a child does in the days and weeks leading up to Easter. Now, you can still get one on Amazon, and we're going to be talking about a peep on a perch a little later in the show. I'm Jack, and that's all you need to know.
1: We might get a peep on a perch to keep an eye on our dog who keeps breaking out (laughs) of her dog run. need
2: it for sure.
1: Mm, A security (laughs) camera or something, right? (laughs) Got it. All right, thank you. Jack, Rainmaker Music Fest, it truly is one of the most fun nights of the year out in St. Albert this year, featuring Aaron Perchette and Jess Moskaluk. and we want you to win tickets. This is a fun question today. About 47% of adults over 30 do this once a month, at least, and only 32% of people under 30 do it once a month.
3: That is so vague.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, the hint is that Jack is now an adult. Yeah. And you def- kind of, yeah. you definitely do this more than once a month.
2: Does it involve bleach?
3: <laughs> it does not
1: involve bleach.
2: <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what could that be? I have more that's, questions that's than answers all of a sudden. Cleaning. 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 Oh, okay. cleaning her all house.
1: Of my roots. Her, her, her hair. <laughs> got God it. it's yeah. not does not involve bleach. Okay.
0: 780-421-1039. What do uh, the older people do more often than the youngers? We'd love to hear from you this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. But right now, we're looking for an answer. But too early for a question, question. About 47%
1: of adults over 30, so almost half, do this at least once a month. But the ones younger than that do it much, much less, like only 32%. What do you think the answer is, Chris? Uh, cleaning the car cleaning the car yeah that's something older people would do right and you
2: always find weird weird things we're
1: talking interior or exterior interior yeah Yeah, interior you cleaned well yeah (laughs) yeah. hey you know what it's not cleaning the car Chris but thanks for the guess thank you all right Elaine what do you think that uh, adults over 30 do uh, more often than the ones under 30 Uh, floss their teeth floss their teeth I think Very you're important. probably right. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't millennials floss their teeth? What's the point? Uh,
3: yeah, like, it doesn't seem to be as important.
1: Got no time for it.
2: Yeah, eh? they're yeah. too
3: busy.
1: Okay. All right, you know what? It's not flossing the teeth, but thanks for the great guess. Thank oh, you. I'm, I'm just okay. floss dancing, baby. Um, I'm thinking maybe uh, save money or
2: put money
1: away. You know what? It's not, but uh, it, 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 it does have something to do with money, and money you'll receive if you do it, potentially. Mm-hmm. Okay? Ooh. There, okay. There's your hint. Thank you.
0: You're listening to the Kiss and Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Until we get the answer. You got it. All right. Matt is standing by. Okay, Matt, about
1: 47% of adults over 30 do this at least once a month, but then 32% under 30 do it. What do you think they do? i think buying a lottery ticket you know what it is buying a lottery yeah, yeah, boy.
2: great yeah. guess matt how
3: old are you i'm 34. okay do you buy scratchies or lottery tickets i buy a lot of tickets when they get up there like 50 mil
1: okay yeah but, you got it but not once a month
2: uh no i don't think they reach that high
1: once a month. no no I wish all right jack how many tickets <laughs> do you buy
2: Every week, you know what, devastating thing this week, Bob's truck got broken into, mm-hmm. and the most devastating thing they stole was the lottery ticket. There's
3: going to be some guy of Bella Clava with a big check. <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> so sad. I've seen that truck.
1: They actually left more lottery tickets in it. <laughs> hey,
3: congratulations, Matt. You're coming with us
1: to the Rainmaker. It's coming up May 25th, featuring Aaron Parchet and Jess Moskaluke. Awesome, thank you so much. It's like your own lottery win today. Yeah.
0: You're listening to the Kiss Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, you know the cash cow. Uh, we're ready. She's ready. She's coming into the stall.
1: Uh, your chance to milk her for up to a thousand bucks. And next hour at about 735 ish. Tomorrow might be the most fun we ever have on the radio. We'll tell you why. That is all coming up. But Matt, in his uh, you know, in his way, and I and I agree. We're talking about this whole bridal shower thing, and they didn't open the gifts in front of everybody, and that's kind of a the new thing they're doing at weddings and things like that. And Matt's like, well, who cares? You just get if you get give the gift for all the right reasons, and you won't care about getting a pat on the back.
3: That's what it's all about. People are like, well, if you don't open the gifts in front of me, yeah. then at least send me a thank you card. Exactly. It's just give the gift. Be, that's all you need to do. And Forget about everything else. It?
1: Expectations. But, People are always expecting something. Right. So by my by far, my favorite thank you card gift <laughs> story in the world involves, Not my favorite. involves Jack and Matt. <laughs> Jack, you got married a few years ago.
2: Yes. Yes, I did. Um, we were at the Calgary Zoo. I had some thank yous uh, to give out at the wedding. We gave thank you cards to our photographer and to our MC. Thank you very much uh, for Yes, that. you're welcome. As well as to our officiant. We had MP Matt Jenneru marry us. He's a close friend and if you're an MP or an MLA, you can marry your friends. Awesome. So yeah, <laughs> here you we did, go.
1: did a great job. Deserved a thank you card. Maybe yes. even a small gift.
2: There was a small gift in there. Yeah. So I had tasked my maid of honor to give the thank you card, so she gave them to everyone. Now, it just said Matt, so to her credit, she didn't know. She gave it to Matt DeBurse. Right, right.
3: I got a and token Matt. invite to Jack's wedding just because I had just become a full-time member of the show. Right. So Jack's probably like, I feel obligated to make sure he's at the wedding. That's for not sure. true.
2: I wanted you there.
3: Okay. <laughs> Shoot, at not anymore. At that time. <laughs>
2: yeah. And then I, I
3: get this envelope that says Matt on it. I'm like, oh, that's very sweet. I kind of helped a little okay. bit so this, with yeah. the emceeing thing. Just so a little.
1: This is, okay, so this is actually the card that was given to the guy who married you. Yes. Right. And, you,
2: and inside was a personal note saying, oh. you, well, you
3: know, Translated to me too. It was yeah. like, hey, Matt, thank you for everything on our wedding day. It's like, okay, that's a, a bit much. Yeah. Looking
2: forward to many more barbecues in our backyard. Yeah.
3: That was like, okay, we haven't had one yet, but she yeah. wants to have one eventually. <laughs> I get that. I'm pretty awesome. And there was a gift card there. Yeah, for a, a dinner. Yeah. So I, literally, I didn't do this. I Like, what kind of butthead? Yeah would just go and I honestly My thoughts thought exactly. it was for me. I honestly thought it was for me. Yeah. Okay? So you
2: opened this card and thought, this is for me. I've never been to her house before. I, we're there was not a little that gray, gray close, area in the letter. But I'm going to use this gift card anyways. And not only
3: did he use the gift card, he used it the next day just to make sure. <laughs> that- no, no, we waited a bit. I have repaid her in- since in full. He has. All right, anyway. My bad. Sorry, Matt Channaroo. Sorry, a- Jack. Sorry, Bob. <laughs> the- <laughs> yeah that, i need a sorry card not a thank you that, <laughs> yeah, you do it's it's the pat on the back He got it
2: just you got for going it to the wedding. and didn't it make you feel good
0: i was full after that yeah. <laughs> you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast all right this is fun we got our texter she's about to play rochelle how do you pronounce
1: your last name derosher she's uh, working at the university of alberta so that means she's smart.
2: Very smart. <laughs> you don't <laughs> work. At, be.
1: You don't work at the University of Alberta Ag Department, do you?
2: No, I work for the Department of Medicine.
1: Oh, medicine. Are you a doctor?
2: No, I'm not. I work for administrative services. Okay. okay. All right. Well, but okay. more importantly, are you a gambler? I can be. I'm feeling like it today. All right. Let's find out how
1: this works. You know how it goes, right? The cow is in the stall. She's ready to be milked. You just got to get down there, sit on the stool, and just start milking her like crazy. You can win up to 1000 bucks. Of course, yeah, if, she, so if if she kicks the bucket and moves, you lose it all, all right?
2: Okay. I'm ready. All right.
1: Let's do it. Let's go. Stall number one. $200. Ooh. Great start.
2: Right out of the gate,
1: (laughs) that's a big start. Okay, you ready for another one, or you want to stop there?
2: Let's do it again. Two hundred seventy-five dollars. Ooh. One more time. One more. Three hundred and fifty dollars.
1: She's filling that bucket up pretty fast, isn't she? Big
2: jumps. (laughs) Um,
1: let's go one more. One more? <laughs> All right.
2: $450. Rochelle, oh. you're four <laughs> gates in, $450. Ugh. I think I'm going to stop there. You're going to stop Are there? Are you sure? Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Hey, congratulations. Good work.
2: 450 bucks.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you so much. That is fantastic, don't you think? You never started uh, the day with that money, did you?
2: That is amazing. I'm
1: so excited. Okay, they pay well at the university, but, you know, that's probably better than a, a day's wage.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Says you. Know Tax- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Tax-free. <laughs> oh, congratulations. <laughs> now, you know what we got to do, don't you? We got we to gotta find out what could have happened.
0: Yeah, let's do it. All right.
1: <laughs> Five hundred dollars. Okay. All right. Six hundred and fifty dollars. All right.
2: Hey, pretty good game. Okay. You more than half. Yeah,
1: you could have won a little bit more money, but you know what? I don't blame you for not taking a chance. Congratulations! You have a great time with the U of A today with your four hundred and
0: fifty bucks.
2: Oh, thank you so much. Oh, it's such a great way to start
0: today. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
2: Yeah, that ain't right.
0: That is weird. What?
3: What? That boy ain't right. Huh?
0: Okay, Easter.
1: Traditionally, the Easter egg hunts, the chocolate, all of that kind of Money stuff.
3: Cadbury eggs, whatnot. But
1: some crank it up a notch. And they give, like, full-fledged fancy gifts for Easter to all the kids and sometimes the adults.
2: It's like a birthday or Christmas gift.
1: And that's not just this person, but my sister-in-law, Sharon, is the shopper, the buyer, the gift giver in our family. She's on the line right now. Sharon, why do you give such nice gifts to everybody on Easter? Because I
2: love them. When did it start? When they're born.
3: When they're
1: born.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Happy Easter, baby. And so is it every holiday, like Valentine's Day and Easter, all the ones that aren't your traditional Christmas or birthday, are you buying gifts for them?
0: Be just a
3: little acknowledgement, yeah. A little acknowledgement, like <laughs> happy Columbus Day. Here's a sailboat,
0: exactly. <laughs> Sharon. Or if, they lose a, or if
3: they lose a tooth, they lose a tooth, exactly. Tooth. Yeah, what, what's the uh, the the gift limit on cash here? we what are we talking, 100 bucks, 20 bucks?
2: Well, it
1: depends what you see, right? Yeah, Sharon, there's no limit, it's like whatever she sees, the and sky's if, the limit, if right? it calls her name for that certain kid. It could be anything. It really could be. And that's that's why and we it's all... And not only a kid. Yeah. No, 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 no. I've gotten Easter gifts from her before. Yeah. No, Aww. she... Do you do this because you love people or you love to shop?
3: Maybe a little bit of both. I'll take whatever gift. For whatever reason you want to shop for. You've gotten I'll... gifts from her. Matt, I have. Have I? What did I get from you? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so so our question is, is it weird or what to
1: buy gifts for Easter? We're going to just kind of narrow back down to that, and you say it's not weird at all, is it?
2: Not at all. No. No. I think it's expected.
1: Expected.
3: (laughs) By who, Jesus? (laughs)
2: Well, no, Easter
3: is a new life, so you just got to buy something new every day or every year. Every day.
2: Every year. As I have a basket full of (laughs) toys, clothes, and goodies for Kennedy all ready for Easter, I'm going to agree it's not weird.
1: It's not weird at all. We used to get kites, I think, for Easter. That was exciting.
3: I got three hours in church. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What?
1: What? That boy ain't right. Huh?
0: Easter weekend. Uh, we're wondering if it's weird to
1: get, like, full-fledged gifts on Easter. Now, Jack, you personally used to get them as a kid.
2: Oh, yeah. And every so often, my dad will still say, do you want to come over for dinner? I may have hid some eggs in the house. Eggs are different than a gift. That is true. But growing up, we did always get Easter baskets. I have one ready for Kennedy. Melanie texts in and says, or rather on Facebook, my brother, sister, and I always look forward to Easter because it meant we received chocolate, a new pair of shoes, and a big Easter dinner with the family. So I don't think it's weird to give gifts at Easter. You
3: didn't really get a gift. Shoes aren't gifts, man. Mm-hmm. A gift is like a straight-up a, a toy for the children. Have ever
1: walked barefoot
3: before? They're a gift. <laughs> no oh, here he comes, had it a life It's tough on the farm, gravel. Oh, man. <laughs> he didn't have shoes. Glass. So, all right. 780-421-1039. Uh, <laughs> Debbie,
1: what do you think? I don't think the, the Easter present is weird. You with don't? You no, know, it was a tradition. When I was a kid and I
2: carried it on with my grandkids. Everybody brought the chocolate,
3: and we always got from my parents or my grandparents something to celebrate
1: spring, some
2: outdoor toy, or
3: something to make us go outside and have lunch. Yeah, or a spring dress or something, maybe? Yeah. Okay, clothing for Easter? Yeah. Who earns?
2: Not if it's a new fancy dress. Yeah. It's exciting. You were that kid who liked clothes? Some clothes.
1: She's called a girl, yeah. yes. She yeah. liked
2: clothes.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the in Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Again, weird or what? Is it weird
1: to give kids and even some adults Easter gifts, like more than just chocolate, like uh, full-fledged like gifts you'd give somebody for Christmas or a birthday?
2: Mark texts in and says, hey, guys, growing up on the farm, Easter was usually the time for a new pair of shoes, a tie, and a brand new shirt. It was worn for the very first time on Easter Sunday for church. Have a great day. There you Yay,
3: go. what a great gift. Yay. You're going to give a gift. Give a gift. Matt,
2: wouldn't you love right now (laughs) shoes, tie, and a new shirt?
3: I'll take anything. You should. (laughs) 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 I'm trying to update my (laughs) wardrobe.
1: At least one tie. Like, right? (laughs) Uh, All right, Brayden, you say it's weird because.
3: Uh, she goes a little
1: crazy. Yeah. She just had this conversation yesterday, actually. Okay, perfect. How'd it go? Not very well. <laughs> See, I, I'd like, I'd like a street bike, but I don't get that. No. No, because she has to spend, you know, five, six hundred dollars on the three boys. Yeah. He's like, well, I gotta buy it anyway. Well, why don't they're. They're old enough, they can go to work and kind of work for it. Wow. I mean, they're like 10, and 12 years old. Yeah, so no, no, no. <laughs> go to work. <laughs> they, should,
0: they should be working for their clothes. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah. That ain't right. That is weird. What?
1: What? That boy ain't right. right, right. Okay. Weird or what? Full fledged gifts for Easter. Like, not just the chocolate, but the gifts.
2: It's sounding like a lot of summer items are bought at this point. When we were kids, says a texter, we always got Easter chocolates and a couple of books along with some outside toys. Things like bubbles, sidewalk chalk, a jump rope. I continue this same tradition with my kids.
3: We're finding out this is very not weird. No. I think every house is given a
1: gift to their children. Man, that brings back memories of my childhood, like bubbles and sidewalk chalk. We didn't have a sidewalk, but... We still rode on Can the grass. Right
2: on the barn? <laughs> <wrote> the
3: <laughs> on the broken glass in your driveway with all the
1: gravel on your right. bare feet. It's barefooted all the way to school. Cat, uh, what about you? Weird or what? It is tradition in our house to do
2: Easter baskets that are quite elaborate. And my mom did it for us, but my husband never had that. Now it's ours. He's adopted it with me. And our kids get a basket. It's almost like Christmas.
3: It's in the basket. Uh, we have
1: or hair ties and all these fun, soft and stuff. no yeah. don't talk clothes you're gonna gross matt out yeah use <laughs> against clothes
2: play-doh travel like everybody gets uh, something to themselves
1: right so, that's cool uh, what, what about a playstation 5 okay. uh, mm, you know we're waiting
2: for that one mm. <laughs> doesn't fit in the basket sorry
0: <laughs> you're listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast
1: okay Call it number 10 at 780-421-1039 is going to get a chance to win Dan and Shay tickets to the sold-out show by playing a game called...
2: Tequila or no tequila.
1: All right, it's that simple. Uh, Lowell, you get the last word on weirder what, Uh, Easter gifts, like big-time gifts. What do you think?
0: Yeah, we used to get uh, gifts for Easter. It's not unusual. We we did get clothes, right? Mm -hmm. And then we had to do an Easter egg hunt, and then when we found... uh, the final, like, I one year I got a remote control car. Wow, whoa, it was a cheaper one, but still, it was pretty awesome to play with until I broke it. I
1: was gonna ask you how long it lasted. Seriously, those things like lasted like <laughs> usually five minutes when we played with that stuff.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: It was first time I oh, I drove it. And I drove it out on the road, and
3: the guy drove over it. Yeah. <laughs> Go play in the street, kids. Here's your RC car.
0: <laughs> You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, it's been just over
1: a week since we received a wonderful gift from my good friend Grant Little, a beautiful two-year-old black lab named Chloe, and she stole our heart. And now this dog is confusing us. We mentioned a couple of days ago we think she's not fixed yet, so she might be in the she might have the the heebie lovies going on, it's a full causing a little bit of an issue. So she's trying to adjust to our acreage, and we've got this dog run that uh, she has a chance to have this dog run. Some it'd be as big as some backyards in the city. It's not Probably. that small. She's got a dog doors so she can go in and out from the garage. And uh, when we leave, we put her in there until she gets used to the boundaries and the fact that she's in heat, we want to protect her from all of the other dogs. You want
2: to give her some boundaries? It'll, Gentlemen callers.
3: It'll
1: never be Chloe's fault, but you know, we just can't trust the, the, the neighbor's dogs. So the last three times we've left, we've come home and she's out of her dog run. And this dog run is like five feet high. There doesn't look like there's any, she's not going under it. She's not going through it. She has to be going over it somehow. Carter's like, is she jumping on her doghouse and then jumping out? We have no idea. How close is the doghouse to the fence? It's fairly close. I mean, maybe she's using her doghouse. So last- oh, okay. I woke up this morning. She's out of her enclosure. she's but she's looking in the window. at least she's not like off somewhere, right? Right. So I don't know. we we Matt says we got to get a camera. We got to see what she's yeah, doing. You
3: figure out what the problem is first. Yeah, you say you don't you don't know if she's going over. Who it, knows what she's doing?
1: Could she be going over? I, I would think it doesn't look like it's possible for her to go over. She's
3: a pretty athletic young dog, yeah.
1: Okay. Just bring Good her haunches. in your
2: bed where she's nice and warm and safe. I
1: want to do that. But anyway, <laughs> my dog, uh, my lab climbs uh, my dog run too, says a texture, the first texture. So our question this morning is. Has your dog ever got out, and where's it got out? How does it get out?
3: How's your dog escape?
1: Yeah, and I mean it doesn't just have to be your dog, but you know your your, chi- your Chihuahuas were never a problem. Yeah,
2: uh, they were too scared of anything. Although yeah. sometimes our one bigger Chihuahua would kind of roam the neighborhood, and we would get a doorbell like, "Hey, your Chihuahua's <laughs> out!" But he didn't really go past the driveway.
3: Okay, all right. <laughs> did he stay on the sidewalk?
2: Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> you got He's a, a rule follower?
3: Animal got
1: loose, and you don't know how story, or you knew know how, and you couldn't stop it. 780-421-1039.
0: You're listening to the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast.
1: There's High Valley and dirt Road side of the county line, which is exactly what we're scared our little Chloe's going to find, the county line, and maybe looking for love in all the wrong places. We'll see. You
3: could be a grandpa
1: before you know it, buddy. Oh, yeah. Anything's possible. We're, we're going to take care of this issue at some point. Every, I, I put it on Instagram the other day, and everybody's like my friend Tara Lang out in Thorsby. She's like, Chris, let her have puppies. It's so cute. It's not cute.
3: <laughs> you have be- one dog, then you go to... Looking after eight dogs
1: because I don't think we like once. How do you get? I know you got to get rid of the puppies, but how do you get rid of the puppies? You'd
2: have eight puppies at your house. It would be jumping the fence,
1: absolute disaster. So uh, Chloe is. We think she's jumping the fence. It doesn't look like there's any way for her to get through it, and people are saying she jumps the fence. Matt, hit the music. Uh, who let the dogs out? They let themselves out. <laughs>
2: Lots of texts coming in telling you about black labs. The neighbors in our house have a five foot fence, says this person. They used to have a black lab. That dog jumped the fence quite often. Mm. Another one says my golden lab can jump a five foot fence if he has a running start. And another person here, my dog clears a six-foot fence, and when he was a puppy, two of my other dogs ran away on us by jumping on their doghouse and over the fence. Jeez.
3: Okay. My mom had a, we had a cockapoo <laughs> named Mickey. Yeah. And he climbed ladders. Yeah. <laughs> the dog was maybe a foot, foot and a half. Lengthwise, my dad be up on the roof doing something. Next thing you know, there's a cockapoo on the roof.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> Follow
3: him up on the they ladder, would. and we're like, okay, let's let's see if he can do it. He would literally scramble up a ladder. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Linda, what about you?
1: I just
0: wanted you guys to know I have a Carlin Pinscher, which is about a foot off the ground, and she can scale a six
3: foot wall she can spider what? dog how she just is very determined when, <laughs> when these dogs want to get out they'll do absolutely anything oh yeah like we used the lock laundry room when she was younger and we didn't want to scratch on the door so we put baby gates it had to be covered from the very bottom to the very top
0: or she'd squeeze through
1: that is hilarious I'm just imagining, yeah, you're right, like this little pincher just kind of like yeah. scaling the wall, right? Is that a mm-hmm. squirrel?
0: <laughs> it's
3: somebody's dog. Could be.
0: You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about animals and our new dog, Chloe, and the fact
1: that she's getting out of her dog run. And, uh, well, you know what? I think that uh, we know how she's getting out now because uh, everybody's saying these things can just climb.
2: Two texts here. This one comes from Darlene. We have a small. We had a small terrier named Sargent when we lived in Devon. He would jump the three-foot fence and go visit our friend's dog across town. We'd have to go pick him up some days. And on other days, he would come home after they played.
1: That's adorable. That is pretty cute. Yeah.
2: We've got this text that just came in. All these dogs have some pretty good skills at jumping and escaping. Mine has some really good skills, too. She eats poop. I need a better dog. I don't
1: know. That kind of sounds like a good dog. Like, seriously, if they just clean up. Not when they lick
2: you. Yeah, (laughs) that (laughs) part. Clean
1: up after themselves. Uh, Laura, uh, what's your story?
0: I'm just calling about my black lab when I was a child. Yeah. We used to have a dog run with six-foot chain-link fence all the way around it. Yeah. She would get out all the time. We had to cover it. We had to put a roof
2: on the dog run. (laughs) I think this might be in Chris's future. I think so, too. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i got to create, like, a Fort Saskatchewan penitentiary for this. <laughs> you
2: totally do.
0: <laughs> Carter will be up there dog. with
3: a the shotgun watching her <laughs> g- during yard time. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be
1: working out doing bench presses.
0: <laughs> they can climb chain link. It's funny. It's like a ladder for them.
1: Well, yeah, I want to see it now, right? <laughs> she, she, Karen and Carter watched last night till like 2 in the morning, and she would not climb it when they were like there. <laughs> somehow she knew they were in the way. The, I guess, you know what? They don't
3: break out when you're
1: watching. That's right. Oh, would,
2: no, no, no. Not makes sense. at all. Would oh. Andy
3: Dufresne from Shawshank? Redemption escape when the guards are watching?
2: They wait for their moment. They do.
3: Hi, I just wanted to comment on your um, Labrador's jumping fences. Yeah. Um, We have a, like, eight-week-old puppy, and he's Labrador Husky Cross, and he can scale baby gates, and I've only had him for a week.
2: (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. they get uh, They can climb at a young age, too.
3: I think there's money (laughs) to be made in doggy prisons. Yeah. You need to have a roof on these dog runs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we have, like, a baby gate going down the stairs, so I have to, like... Uh,
1: Whoa, you're going to fall. This, yeah, I, I hope Donald Trump doesn't think he's going to try to keep the uh, Mexican dogs out of his
0: country because it doesn't <laughs> sound like it's possible.
2: Perhaps the people, but not those dogs.
0: <laughs> Chris, Jack, and Matt. Call us 780-421-1039. Kissin Country 103.9.